When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is The Rich Eisen Show. And now Jacoby Myers spinning around. He throws it. Chandler Jones! The Jags are going to win it! From 33 down, they beat the Indianapolis Colts. The Rich Eisen Show. This might be one of the dumbest teams I've ever seen. The ending was probably the most insane ending I think I've ever been a part of. Earlier on the show, NFL Network analyst Daniel Jeremiah. Coming up, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Our number three of the Rich Eisen show is on the air. No shortage of things to talk about. None whatsoever. Here on this busy Monday show. I mean, what a weekend in football from... Professional football, National Football League football, the World Cup. What a remarkable run from the minute the Vikings and Colts kicked off on the triple header (laughs) on NFL Network all the way through to no pass interference being called on Sunday Night Football between the Washington Commanders and the New York Giants. What a remarkable stretch of sports we saw. And I did my best to sum it all up in hour number one, kicking off the show. Daniel Jeremiah was in studio to give some perspective, also to give us some stock report uh, information on all the kids coming out of college or going into college football playoff games. And then hour two was just us chickens, 844-204-RICH, number to dial, chopping up so much stuff. And we barely uh, could, you know, we we could probably use another three hours. But after this third hour, we re-air on the Roku channel, channel 210, if you missed anything. And if you missed anything also, our YouTube feed, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show, has much of the action and every single day on it. Um, There is the Rich Eisen Show uh, collection, the video on demand service. You can watch us all three hours or clips every single day. Whenever you want, there's our podcast. Cumulus Podcast Network puts out all three hours of our show where all podcasts are acquired every single day. We say hello to the terrestrial radio, Sirius XM, Odyssey streaming, listening audience that listens to us live every day right now. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial on the program. Now then. I don't know if that Zach Wilson's the guy still... I mean, I said I didn't care if he didn't start another game for the Jets because I saw the way that Mike White was playing and I saw the way that Mike White was resonating in the locker room and amongst the fan base. And I said something that sounded very harsh. It did not mean that I never wanted to see him again. I just said said if circumstances worked out where I didn't see him start another game for the Jets, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. And then I saw him start another game for the Jets yesterday because Mike White was broken in half in <laughs> Buffalo, New York. 
Matt Milano sawed him in half like he was, you know, a magician on the stage. Abracadabra. Here we go. Here's a saw. Oh, there's two pieces of Mike White. Like David Copperfield. <laughs> and then uh, Mike White practice made me think he was going. And then all of a sudden, uh, right before I came on, Sue's sitting in uh, with you guys on Friday. News comes out. Doctors couldn't or wouldn't clear him. So Zach goes out there. And if Zach Wilson's reset was going to work, here's what I needed to see. I needed to see him make the layup throws with the same vim and vigor and intensity and desire as he seems to approach him making the wow, eye-popping throws. Maybe, just maybe, the eye-popping throws came so easily in college and then in his pro day when he made it and the whole world was talking about it to the point where the Jets loved him so much that the Niners didn't even bother calling them to see if they would trade the second overall pick to them. They didn't even bother knocking on the Jets' door. You know? And um, maybe he just fell so deeply in love with it. And he made some of them yesterday. I'm telling you, that third down throw that he had to make on third and forever because he took a sack on the first snap after the Jets let a 51-yard play hit for pay dirt on a tight end that I don't even know if 16-team fantasies leagues <laughs> have Brock Wright on it. I mean, seriously, <laughs> when Brock Wright scored that 51-yard touchdown on fourth and inches, I was like, I was like, wait a minute. Where's the Jets' defense? Wait a minute. Is someone going to get him? Wait a minute. He scored. Wait a minute. Who's Brock Wright? With all due respect to Brock Wright. Who this? You know, but he's one of the many Lions who are getting their opportunity because Dan Campbell is buying, selling what they're all buying, and Hawkinson out, Brock Wright in. Okay, Brock, it's your time. Honestly, I thought once Brock Wright was done, what his name sounded, I thought he was going to go run to the producer to get his tapes back. But it wound up being an MP on my problem because he gave the Lions the lead and Zach takes a sack right away. I thought they got three timeouts left. Didn't call one. That one I didn't understand. And I guess they wanted to save the timeouts because if they needed to give the ball back after that sack, they would have to use those timeouts to get the ball back. I don't know. They just let the clock roll. And then on third and forever, let me make sure I get this accurate. I have it opened up right in front of me right here. On, uh, yeah, on third and 19 from their 16, Zach buys time, and he found Garrett Wilson for first down across the field. And he's just like, okay. I'm glad he's got that ability in him because the game's still going. And then he threw incomplete. He made a uh, first down throw. And now suddenly they're right at midfield. Still not taking any timeouts. And uh, an incomplete pass stops the clock and then takes another sack. And that's when the Jets burn their first timeout. Now, there's only 19 seconds left. Throws incomplete pass and all they got to do left is (sighs) kick a 58-yard field goal, which Greg Zerline missed. And so the Jets lose a home game to Detroit. Now, I know that sounds... um, disrespectful because Detroit is playing some terrific football, but this is a game you've got to win. you got to win it. you got to win it because you're out of the playoff picture right now in the, in the, in the dreaded in-the-hunt column. 
or sniffing it, as we've been calling for a long time long, on this program. Long time. That you know the Patriots are sitting there and you don't have the tiebreak against them. They swept you, which led to the Mike White era in the first place. You know it. You got to win it. You got to have it. And instead, Zach doesn't put enough points on the board. He misses a lot of the layups. He made some nice throws to keep him in the game when they were desperate. And I don't know what Robert Sala, my my guy, two time. Well, I, I mean, those two ti- those two timeouts. I don't know what he's doing with them today. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're seven and seven, and at least your next game is not against a red-hot team. A red-hot team that hasn't been red-hot in a long time. And at least that team isn't quarterbacked by the guy that the entire fan base spent two years ago, all season long, pining for, begging for your team to just lose them all And instead, your team went ahead and won two insignificant games, um, causing you to change your coaching staff and draft Zach Wilson instead of this guy. And at least that guy's not coming in playing elite football. Wait a minute. (laughs) I'm being told the Jets' next game is against Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And at least that game, well, at least that game's not on national television and Mike White should be back in time to start it. Wait. I'm being told it is on national television and it's Thursday and it looks like Mike White won't be back for it. So, Zach Wilson looks like he's going to get another shot. Get in there and this is definitely going to be it. This is definitely it. And here's the it. Are you the it guy or not? And the it guy needs to show up in the form of, to use the phrase of Robert Sala from last year, the most boring guy ever. Make your layups. They are there. Make them. I want to see 15 to 20 layups. 15 to 20. That's it. Get your rhythm, and then play off schedule if you'd like. Because this is going to really mess with his head. I mean, Dan Orlovsky's putting out videos. Like, his head's being, like, he's not himself. He's not thinking. He's just, he's not throwing it like he should. I mean, what's going to get in his head more, do you think, than Trevor Lawrence coming in in front of national television audience? Everybody's wondering, are you the it guy? Are you the guy or not? And trust me, I would love for him to be the guy. Would I love for the Jets to have that second overall pick from last year cash in? Yeah, sure would. But you could see Mike White runs it better. Mike White handles the pressure better. Well, nobody helped him yesterday, though. The run game was gone. You got to tip the cap to the Detroit Lions. Yeah. I mean... I've never said these words before, but sneaking Brock Wright out where nobody's covering. What a call. And they've won six out of seven, and they're seven and seven, and they look great at seven and seven, and the Jets are seven and seven, and you're wondering how that happened. And I will not go down the road of, you know, it's Jets being Jets. 
There's too many guys on that field who don't know that history and and are absolutely well-equipped to get that the hell out of the national lexicon. But yesterday was highly disappointing where Zach missed the easy ones. They should have put more points on the board. It should never have come down to it. You should never let Brock Wright free the way that he was. And you should never go down with two timeouts left in your pocket and your best opportunity when you got three timeouts and a whole damn near two minutes to go, a 58-yard kick. 844-204-RICH, never to dial. We'll take a a phone call and then we'll take a break um, and do overreaction Monday. I don't think I'm overreacting right now. But Jeff in Detroit, congrats, Jeff. Your team looks really good, man. They look really good. For sure. Thanks a lot. Uh, thank you. I really appreciate it. And that listen, that Cleveland call was wonderful, man. I really uh, thank you. It. Thank it you for watching. Really hey, at least it wasn't the the fourteenth uh, most interesting game of a fifteen game weekend. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm just listen, out there. And, and you were talking about having <laughs> stories. I was at a buddy of mine's house, and we were looking at the game. And right at that, at the instance that Brock Wright caught the uh, caught that touchdown, a friend of mine said instead of running, they should throw it because nobody would be expecting it. Mm. And usually, we all know this: the football gods have been somewhat on the Lions' side because any other Sunday, that ball would have went through, and the Lions would have somehow figured out how to lose the game. It, it just, it's the most lionist thing. It, it just happens to us all the time. And being on the other side of it, man, is is really, really wonderful. Also, I was going to ask you, uh, well, I pretty much got it. I said, who's who was more at fault between the Indy Vikings situation? Was it the Vikings just waking up at the last second or Indianapolis is, uh, um, you know, not being able to cover, you know? And in the end, it makes it makes me think about something. Jeff Saturday is in a heck of a position being one and four. You made history, and you have an owner that clearly stated that he wanted no NFL experience. I just, I don't understand that one. Well, and and it's definitely not working out so far, and I know Saturday wanted to keep the job, but, I mean, and and he still could, and thanks for the call, Jeff. I mean, he still could. Jim Irsay's clearly shown you he'll do whatever the hell he thinks is best. But giving up 33 in the fourth quarter of a loss in week 13 and then showing up in week 15, scoring the first 33 and losing. I still don't know how the hell that happened. I still don't know. And you take a look at the Lions. They now go to Carolina and they have a home date with Chicago before they finish at Lambeau Field. I mean, those are winnable games for the way that they're playing. Save it. Okay. Save it. Just take a look at the schedule right there. Their only loss is a home date on Thanksgiving against Buffalo where they could have easily just closed that thing out. But Josh Allen's Josh Allen. We'll talk about the throw of the year. One of the throws of the year was that throw to him with the game on the line to set up the game-winning field goal. Him. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Phone calls. Overreaction Monday. Boy, this is going to be one of the most... Highly anticipated overreaction Mondays coming off of the wild weekend we just saw. I wouldn't move if I were you. That's next right here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Roku channel, this terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM Odyssey, and more. 
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed NetSuite wants you to know your numbers because if you're running your business, like say somebody is trying to putt to win a tournament and a hat just falls over your eyes and you lose your visibility, you're not going to put the the rock in the hole. You're not going to win. That's why NetSuite wants you to know your numbers. If you are blinded by using old spreadsheets and outdated finance software and you don't see your full picture, you need to go get NetSuite by Oracle. It's just the number one cloud financial system to power your growth that already 32,000 businesses use, and 93% of survey businesses say they increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite because you see full numbers of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. All you need to grow all in one place. For the new year, NetSuite is a new financing program for those ready to upgrade. Go to netsuite.com slash richradio. Head to netsuite.com slash richradio for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Mike in Colorado, you're here on the show. What's up, Michael? Hey, Rich. Uh, first of all, I just want to congratulate you coming up on uh, 20 years with the uh, NFL Network. Thank you. I always watch you uh, pre-games, and uh, just you really help NFL Network grow. And, and you know, I just want to say thanks for all the great content you're always putting out damn mike you're buttering me up are you coming down off the top rope now or what what do you got for me well i'm a i'm a diehard raiders fan okay i think we may have just broke the tough curse so you know i'm what curse pretty fluffy today what curse you talking about what are you talking about you said the you know i mean the tuck curse curse. (laughs) i don't know man i think i'd rather have that playoff win in the snow than uh what happened but um that was wild. I, I still can't believe it. it. It looked like the Raiders were going to blow yet another 10-point double-digit win. Can you imagine if they had held on on, on all of these where they would be right now? 
It's really unbelievable, but I'm sure you're very happy with the W, Mike. I, I am. It's been a disappointing season, you know, and I did want to say thanks for, you know, choosing the Raiders. Not, it's not too often we have got, uh, someone of your uh, stature, you know, sticking up for us. But, okay. you know, I just want to say, you know, don't give up on the Raiders. Uh, whether it's this year or next year, we're going to get this thing turned around. I know yesterday doesn't make up for the tough game. Um, you know, it's been uh, a bitter, you know, 20-something years for me, and that, that tough game has really uh, been like a thorn in my side, and I felt like, you know, we've almost been cursed from it, you know? I mean, if, if the reality is, when I look at it, um, if the Raiders would have won that game, uh, who knows what would have happened with Tom Brady. You know, Drew Bledsoe was a great quarterback. Uh, maybe Drew Bledsoe would have been the quarterback the next year, but... Besides that, you know, just the way the game ended, uh, the last play of the game, and then uh, even the call, it was just kind of ironic, you know, when, when I look at it from, you know, a big scale uh, going all the way back to the tuck game. Um, I did want to ask you one question, if, uh, if I could, please. Go for it. Um, so, so great Raider games, right? You got the tuck rule, uh, the immaculate deception, 50th anniversary coming up, the holy roller goes to the post, see of hands. So I got four <laughs> names for this game, or the, the last play, and okay. I'm curious if uh, you like any of them. Go for it. Okay, so it's uh, for, like, just win, baby, just ladderception, baby, because the ladder roll and it was intercepted. What else you got? Uh, the immaculate ladderception. Okay. The Sin, the Sin City ladderception miracle mm. or Sin City miracle. Hmm. I, I still, despite the negative – Highly negative sensibility to it. The hail moron is pretty is isn't bad either. That Brockman came up with out of his id and anger. Credit though, man. I but, mean, Chandler Jones. Credit for what? Play. No, my God. <laughs> what do you want credit for? The dumbest play in history. Chandler Jones missed the tackle. If Chandler Jones would have tackled him, the game would have gone into overtime. Oh, you mean Mac Jones on Chandler Jones? Mac Jones wasn't going to tackle you thanks, on that play, Mike. Thanks for the call, <laughs> Mike in Colorado. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Mike just wants something to believe in, man. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Ladderception. You need to have something very, you know, you a little bit more roll off the top. Yeah. And Sin City Miracle is, you know. Ain't no miracles in Sin City, Richard. <laughs> I don't recall ever having one. That's for sure. It's a miracle we've made it out of there alive sometimes. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. A miracle. Grant in Florida. We are on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Grant? What's up, Granty? What's up, Grant? You there? Yep. Can you hear me, Rich? I can. What's up, Grant? Um, this morning, you know, great Jaguars victory yesterday. Loved watching the team. But I got to say, I'm a, you know, you get up this morning and everyone's talking about Dak. Oh, and wow. Everyone's talking about Dallas. And everyone's talking about Mike McCarthy. Where's the respect for the Jacksonville Jaguars who nobody thought would be where they are right now? And either way, maybe that 30-second market in Northeast Florida isn't such a little sleepy market after all because we have a coach who can win. We have a quarterback who looks like a legitimate top 10, top 5 talent. And, oh, by the way, we are coming for the playoffs week by week, game by game, because nobody wanted to pay us any attention. And you look at what Doug Peterson's done. Let me remind you, he has more out of any first-year coach that's come over and played, taken the job with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Doug Peterson right now, with a few games to go, has the most wins in franchise history in the first season of taking over the job. I mean, in his first season, we won on the West Coast. We have the biggest comeback win in Jaguars history. We won for the first time in a decade in Nashville. We have our first road win since 2017, and we broke the 
prior zero and 162 consecutive loss record of not being able to win while down by seven or more points with less than two minutes to go. I love I love all of these nuggets that you're throwing at me, Grant. Uh, but you know, and 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 you have every reason to feel the the way that you feel. Uh, I mean, you you should feel that way. And I'm very happy for you, but I, I mean, do I, do I need to tell you about the Dallas Cowboys and their hold on the, the football fan as well as the football media? I mean, and at, at least at least you, you, you had eyes on – there were no question more eyes on the Jaguars win this past weekend than the one in Tennessee. I mean, the whole country is now beginning to see it. Now you've got a nationally televised audience coming up on Amazon Prime on Thursday night. And you do have the quarterback, and you do have the coach, and you do have so many things pointing up. Sometimes just enjoy that. Don't don't worry about how many people are 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 paying attention. And 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 if you're upset with the number of you know people paying attention, you know listen to this show a little bit more. We had Doug Peterson on last week, and we're happy to talk about it. Oh no! And and on top of it, and on top of it, on top of it, you know, um, just go ahead and finish off the season the way that you you think your team can, and uh, go win a playoff game. There you go, and fill up and fill up the stadium. You know, if it's if it's Jacksonville versus Baltimore, or it's Jacksonville versus Dolphins, or it's Jacksonville, you know, versus Chargers, or it's Jacksonville versus whoever. I mean, if it's Jacksonville versus the Jets, I mean, you better you better make sure that the tickets are 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 sold real fast, man, because Jet fans are and Dolphins. I mean, they're they're gonna be from everywhere from New York City. So just go ahead and do that because they were they were standing room only yesterday because there were cowboy fans everywhere. So no, and that was you know that wasn't enough on you. I know you. No, I didn't. I didn't. I shouldn't have said what I said, but you know. Appreciate it. Thanks for the and thanks for the call. I'm sorry. I got I got a jet here, Grant. Thank you. I greatly appreciate it. Hey, you know, I'm so happy for Jaguar fans. It's so great to watch. It's so great to watch, and you know, Trevor Lawrence succeeding. Under Doug Peterson, it's great to watch incredibly talented people get hooked up to those who can make them even better. And watching somebody as talented as Trevor Lawrence, you know he's making everyone else around him better. And watching it happen for a Jaguars franchise that has been downtrodden, it is awesome to see. And the best part about it for Jaguar fans is Trevor Lawrence is just getting started it is just rolling right now and the best part about that for me is that the better trevor lawrence looks and the better that trevor lawrence plays it just brings into focus how terrible urban meyer was as coach of the jacksonville Jaguars. just brings it further into focus and as trevor lawrence improves and improves and improves and wins and maybe takes the team to the playoffs and wins a playoff game. And who knows how far he goes. Every time he takes a step further, it just brings back into focus what an opportunity Urban Meyer had and totally screwed the pooch. I mean, just absolutely blew it. So there's that, too. That makes you a little happy. Oh, a little <laughs> pep in my step. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring up how the Jets blew it in 2020 by winning at Los Angeles. No, that'll be the rest of the week. And Cleveland. Oh, that might be the rest of forever. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So, we'll talk about it. Don't worry. Because the Cleveland Browns game, if I'm not mistaken, just, you know, look it up, Chris. Because right. you know, I haven't researched it yet. 
and we will talk about it. How many times did they throw it in that game? Uh, against Cleveland? No, Cleveland against the Jets. Uh, when they had a run game to try and actually beat the Jets. How many times did Baker throw it in that game, Chris? 53. Uh-huh. And the Browns were 10-5 and five that year. Yeah, they were. And how many, uh, many receivers? Give me the receivers who they had in that game, Chris. They, uh, they, they were all injured, and he still threw it 53 times. Go. go Austin go Hooper had 15 targets, seven keep catches. Keep going. Cooper. Some guy named Jamarcus Bradley. Thank you. Keep going. Harrison Bryant. Keep going. David Njoku. Yep. Marvin Hall. Yeah. Never Mar- heard of it. Oh, yeah. Andy Janovich. Yeah, there you go. These are the guys that Baker threw it 53 times to. So there was a lot of foot. Two guys you have they heard of. They tried their best to blow it. They tried their best to blow it. And the Jets wouldn't just... Jets just couldn't stop from beating the Browns that day. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt only had 15 combined. They made carries. it so tough for the Jets to lay down on that day. But they wouldn't. Wherever those Jets are, I hope you're happy. Jamison Crowder had a trick play touchdown pass. Okay. Sorry. Thanks, James. <laughs> it's a Monday. It's one of the wildest weekends we've ever seen in the history of the NFL. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. What do you got, Christopher? Man, Rich, you know, how's it going? You good? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Uh, The second overall pick didn't look too bad. You know, Rich, I think Zach Wilson has earned himself the right to start the rest of the season for the Jets. Why would you? I don't understand. Are you now using this to troll on uh, on me? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, he played well yesterday. He He should have won the game. You know what he did? He played 300 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Okay. He should not start the rest of the season. Why not? He should not. Your coach said he was going to come back this year at some point. Well, he's back. He had a great game. Okay. Let's keep going. All right. Let's talk. You want to talk about, you know, Jacoby Myers' uh, passer oh, rating? Is you well at it or what? I mean, honestly, seriously, Mike White is better at football than this guy. Is proven to be right now. And if the Jets want to make the playoffs, Mike White needs to get healthy. And then, then we can revisit Zach Wilson next year. But I'm genuinely nervous that Thursday night with Trevor Lawrence coming in, and if he lights it up and Zach Wilson just does the missing of the jump shot he tries to put. He, he just. He just tries to shoot jumpers, and all he's got to do is hit layups. I wasn't. Let's just put it this way: He made some really nice throws, and he looked really sharp in the first half. And then he threw an interception that was awful. Move on. What else? <laughs> hey, Rich. I'm fair and balanced. Okay. I'm. Hey, Rich. Look at me. Look at me. Uh, just. Just ask me next. I'm fair and balanced. <laughs> Not pleased with the way Overreaction Monday has started. <laughs> Rich, Rich, hold on. <laughs> me and Mike are digging it the I'm most. I'm fair and balanced. I'm liking it so far. If Tom Brady doesn't come back to the Patriots next year for one final season, Belichick should retire. That's overreaction. It's over, and I'm over it, and I'm not alone among the fan base. Okay, and I appreciate that you're not alone amongst the fan base. He's still as great as they come. I don't know what the hell happened yesterday, and I don't know what's going on. He needs to find a better coordinator for his quarterback. He needs to do a little bit better job. The Patriots are a boring football team, and when you're not good, you need to at least be exciting like the Lions. And then then, weird stuff happens. They were way more exciting last year. I will totally give you that. The games are unwatchable. He's not inspiring anything. I totally get it. Except for me to change a channel. I get you, but I don't think he should retire. What else? What else? He should retire. What else? The Jaguars are winning the AFC South. That's not an overreaction at all. 
and they're going to get the four seed, and they're going to host the Chargers, the Titans, and it's going to be amazing. The Titans are banged up. The Titans didn't have seven defensive starters yesterday, and they still played great, and their coach is awesome. And Guts uh, to Tannehill. Uh, he uh, had a really, really there's you know, just, game. There's just a second gear that the Titans need to find right now. And their problem is they, you know, they got a home game against Houston, which nearly went back to back, beating the Cowboys and the and the um, and the uh, the Chiefs. Then they 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 host Dallas on a Thursday night, and then they're at Jacksonville. And Jacksonville, their issue, um, um, they they don't seem to have as great an issue. They're at the Jets, they're at Houston, and then they play Tennessee. And the way they're playing, they should win all three of them, and they will win the division. I do not think at all. That that is an overreaction. I I I give it the check mark. What are the chances of that week eighteen being Sunday night football? Jacksonville. Tennessee? I think that could be it. I mean, there's some other options. It could be Baltimore and Cincinnati potentially, but that's not that that's winner. You know, wins the division, loser goes to the wild card spot. This could be winner go home. I mean, there there's many other there's many other. I'll, I'll give you a sneaky outside one too. Um, how about Green Bay and Detroit? You know, you never know how that's going to be shaken out in the uh, in the NFC. But in terms of Jacksonville right now, yes, sir. I got you. What else? Speaking of Detroit, Rich, you hinted at it. Let's just go all in. Lions are going to win out, make the playoffs. <sighs> I do love the way that they're playing. They just they're totally so feel it right now. I know. And the same way that you're like the Patriots are born, the Lions are the exact opposite. You want to root for him. At Carolina, Absolutely. home for Chicago, at Green Bay. Those are the way that they're playing right now. Winnable games. Win, win, Jared win. Goff looks terrific. Jared Goff looks terrific. I do love their receivers. You know what I feel about Amon Ross St. Brown? And defensively, so they're God. just buzzing around. Uh, I'll give. Plays, I'll man. say that that's, a, that's, that's not overreacting. That's a lot of grit there, guys. You're not overreacting right now. Those are winnable games for Detroit. Uh, right, that's more, that's more realistic than your first two. Grabs here. First two are spot on. I disagree. What else, Chris? Come I think you were just trying side. to you were right, trolling me to start and using okay. this real estate to get something off your chest. What else? I want Belichick to retire. I understand that. You're crazy. The Bengals are going back to the Super Bowl. Wow. Who's stopping this team? Well, the Bills well, have a shot at doing that in week 17 on a Monday night. The Ravens have an opportunity to, to put their foot in the ground. Now, Joe Burrow is Dude, not you afraid can't, of the you Ravens. Can't evaluate, you can't evaluate the Ravens without Lamar Jackson. But Lamar may not be back. I think he's, they're they're going to have him back next week. That's what they were planning but on. But he can't be Lamar if he's got a wounded wing. Never know. Um, now, I, I, I'd say it's doubtful. As you know, I've been riding the, the Bengals bandwagon yeah. for a while. Or I, you know, helped start it. The Chiefs... And the Bills are too damn special. It's wide open. They're just as good as them and can absolutely make the Super Bowl just as much as the other two. The Chiefs needed – I'm going to back TJ here. The Chiefs needed overtime to beat the Texans, the worst team in football by a stretch, okay? Yes, Chris. And the Bills should have lost at home on Saturday well, night in, in, in the elements. The, the Bengals had their swoon earlier on in the year, and the, the Chiefs are getting it right now, and the Bills had a, a better first half in the second half. So if you're going sheer momentum, then yes, you're correct. The Bengals are going back to the Super Bowl if you're just talking about sheer momentum. But, you know, injuries happen and seedings break a certain way. The Bills, you know, all they have to do to finish up is go to Chicago and, you know, do what the Eagles just did and then go to Cincinnati and then beat New England at home. That's a tough row 
to hoe, but they're the one seed. And then you let everybody else beat each other up in the wild card weekend and have either what? The Chargers, Dolphins, Ravens, Patriots, or Jets visit you in a divisional playoff round? You'll take that. You'll take it. You want you want the Bengals to win the division. You want the Chiefs and Bengals to play each other while you sit there and get beat each other up in the divisional playoff round just like you had to do last year and have the Ravens, Chargers, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets come visit you or the Titans come visit you. Oh, yeah. You'd rather that. So I don't think that's, that's a very nuanced answer to say at the moment an overreaction, but totally believable. Chris, what else? I'm no Dolphins fan, but yes, Despite that loss on Saturday, they really proved they can play anywhere with anyone Bingo. at any time. Yes, sir. They, Mo- they really showed me a lot on Mostert, Saturday. 100 yards rushing in the first yeah. quarter, right? Pretty much right around there. Waddle and Hill both scored. Yep. Tua took the hits, kept on ticking. I mean, just that's the Mandalorian quarterback back there, man. Dawson Knox had his best game of the year. Yep. Allen, you know, when in, in, in case of emergency, run him. So, uh, I'm with good. you. I'm with you. Dolphins final games. I love that we're in this time of year. you got to look at their final games. Dolphins final games. Uh, how big is that Christmas game against the Packers if the Packers win tonight? Yeah. Uh, at New England, home for the Jets. Oh, baby, this is going to be great. But, yeah, but Miami could play with anyone anywhere right now. To go into that weather in that cold, oh, yeah. You know, everybody thought that they were going to just wilt. There was their be- I mean, it's amazing. At San Francisco, at the Chargers, at the Bills, their best performance was in the most difficult spot and in the most difficult conditions. And they lost all three games, and I kind of feel good about them coming out of the loss. What else, Chris? You got any more? Yeah. If this sounds familiar, it's literally the exact same topic I had last week. Cowboys losing to whoever wins the NFC South still feels inevitable. Oh, no, I don't say it's inevitable. I don't say it's inevitable. But still, they're, they're way more talented than last year's team. Way more talented than last year's team. I believe it. Pollard's better. Why are they losing these dumb I games? I don't know, man. Well, their pass rush has disappeared. Pass rush, poor play calling. When Trevor Lawrence fumbled that football, that game should have been over. Dude, the third, should have been a ten, the third and ten, when the Jaguars have no timeouts left, they threw a very difficult, tough-to-complete pass in a pattern that was mostly beyond the sticks on third and 10. Just give me CD lamb across the way and get him moving and get him seeing if you can get him a first down at the very least, he's going to catch it and the clock's going to move. So if you have to punt the clock's moving instead, they, they, they threw a tough pass and the clock didn't move. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, look, come on. It I know was, I don't know more than these football coaches, but everyone at home could tell you if they've got a timeout and you've got a minute 30 left, do anything but something that's going to make the clock stop. Cowboys and should it be. it does not matter. Run around and yeah. then hit the ground. Make them use the timeout. Yeah, correct. We threw a 25-yard pass, which, by the way, Noah Brown didn't catch. But if you watch, Dak did put that right on the sideline. I'm side sure line. he did. But it got knocked down. But it's just a play that shouldn't even have happened. You got to, You gotta. if you're going to try for the first down, at least give me a short of the sticks first down where where if it's it's complete, the clock moves and give your guy a yeah. shot to go get it. And you got Pollard and you got Lamb. You got two guys that can make people miss. And that... I was just like wondering what the hell's going on. But they should beat whoever wins the NFC South. I'm not saying it's inevitable. They should do it. What else, Chris? You got one more? Last Chris, one. I'll just say this. Hey, uh, I don't know if we should do it, uh, to be honest. Hey, with la- last one. Are hey, you saying it's inevitable? 
I don't know it's if it's inevitable. It, 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 it just feels no, like it. It feels like it. I'm not, like, let's put it this way. When that day no. happens on that game, I, I'm not going to feel good until that game. You're going to well, snap speaking, the grease board in half. Speaking of not feeling good, at 33-0, it was awesome. Great comeback. Congratulations. But in no way, shape, or form should the Vikings feel good despite that comeback. That's not true at all. No way. Yeah, you got to feel good. You got to feel what? great about that. Because you they think They're frauds. They're overrated. They came back awesome. They, it was more because the Colts absolutely choked. They kicked three field goals under 27 yards, yeah. which means they left so many they points still did on the it, board. Though. They still did it. They'll never forget it. Yeah. They, you, you saw Kirk Cousins, our Tom Pelissero, was sitting in this chair Thursday and Friday with you guys while I'm in, in Pittsburgh. He, he had a great post-game interview with Kirk, and he told him it was the long, greatest comeback in the yeah, history of the NFL. And he's, he didn't know that, and he basically said, I just— he, I got to process he, this he, Basically, he said, oh, I just can't. I just was part of the greatest comeback in the history of the NFL. I need a minute. Yeah. I need a minute. I mean, like, that's a, and we're going to talk to Kirk Cousins tomorrow. Uh, that's a very human reaction, and the human reaction is like, damn straight, we won that, and we dodged a bullet, and now let's go. We're turning the page, and we got, you know— their next, uh, their next game, the Minnesota Vikings. Next up for them um, is, uh, let me see right here. I got it right here. Lions beating the Vikings. Home for the Giants. Home for the Giants at Green Bay at Chicago. They could finish up strong. They, they just need to stay. Up, they just need. They just need to stay in front of San Francisco right now. Just stay in front of San Francisco. Right. That's it. They could have turtled up home, and just took the L. Get that home. Se- correct. Get that second home playoff game. That's the way that they can go into the NFC Championship game against. Uh, against Philadelphia at Philadelphia and have a better result than the last time that a matchup took place. You can listen to the NFL on the NFL app, on the Odyssey app, on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station Streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports sponsored by AutoZone. We'll wrap up this show in a moment. We're sneaking some phone calls and my gosh, there's a few games we didn't even touch. There's going to be a lot of crumbs left for tomorrow's table, Reed, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, terrestrial radio, just joining everybody else. I thought that too. I thought, you know, the, the uh, league sent out a report to, you know, gave a report to all the teams. Hey, over the last few years, $800 million in lost revenue by you, your teams, because you didn't keep your coaches and you, you fired. I, well, I think the Giants are currently playing three staffs. Their current one, Joe Judge, and still paying off um, oh, Pat Shermer. Shermer? Jeez. So if there's anybody in the Giants organization complaining, our revenue's down, or this, that, the other, well, one way to look in your house first before you, you chime in at 345 Park Avenue. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's true. That's what I thought, though. 
You can listen to the NFL on the NFL app, on the Odyssey app, on WestwoodOneSports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports sponsored by AutoZone. I don't know if this is a comic or if this is true, but I'm going to go this way. Sully in Los Angeles, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Sully? Rich, first of all, before I get into the story that I was at the Patriots Raiders game yesterday, uh-huh. I never got the opportunity to thank you for everything that you've done over all the years that I've been listening to you. Okay. I have a lot of love for three people on staff over there, Brockman, TJ, and my man Del Tufo. Hey, Sully. Do you know this What's guy, up, Brockman? Boys? Oh, yeah. You know him? So, so he's a great dude. Okay, so this is legit. He comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's buddies with Ryan Leaf. That's how we first yeah. got to know oh, okay. him. You've met Sully. So, yeah. yeah. game, Sully. How crazy was that, huh? You know, Rich, there, everything was bananas about that game. The, the, the timeout when the Patriots scored the first touchdown, the false start for when they scored the touchdown right after that, the touchdown that shouldn't have been a touchdown, and then I've never witnessed – I've seen a lot of great plays live. I've never witnessed anything – and turned so fast to hear, I would say, 60,000 or 60% Raider fans screaming because there were a lot of Patriot fans at that game yesterday. I'm all, sure. And I was just, I couldn't believe, and you were just talking about uh, dead money. Can you take Joe Judge back? Uh, with the Giants, please take Joe Judge. <laughs> no, that's and not with happening. Lions, please take Lions, please take Matt Patricia on the defensive side. This is, I feel, uh, you know, Rich, I, I know what it feels like to be a Jets fan. After witnessing what I had to witness this past, Brockman's right. That was one boring football game. Brockman and I every week say, this game sucks. <laughs> this game sucks. This team sucks. We're not big fans. And it's boring, yeah. terrible football, Rich. <laughs> but with that all being said, you were able to get me and the fabulous be driving from Las Vegas. And we're 1.2 miles from Hermosa Beach. Oh, so beautiful. thank you for getting Welcome home. Hey, welcome, welcome home. Welcome, welcome home, hey, welcome Sully. Home. I'm glad that you were on hold that welcome whole time. Home. Thanks for the call. There you go. And call back and tell us how great we are anytime, we, Sully. We, we, we hardly even talked about Falcon Saints, where Desmond Ritter almost led the comeback. Almost. But I did mention how the Saints beat the Falcons and the, how the Bucks aren't terribly happy about that. I mean, terribly worried about that because they've already swept the Saints. Right. Uh, we did we, we did have on Steelers beating the Panthers, Eagles hitting the Bears. Arizona and Denver. Uh, I didn't mention Trace McSorley's name. I forgot that game. Only game really I haven't talked about is the one I called. How's the elf? Yeah, how was the elf, Rich? Let me tell you something about that elf. The elf elf is smaller than I thought it would be. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it wasn't as big as I thought it would be. I thought it would be just humongously large. It's not that big. It goes from 45 to 45. That's it. It's a 10 yard elf. That's a big elf. Ten yard elf. That's it. How was it though, man? Was it was it cool? Was it the great? Did you have fun? Kurt wore the jacket. That's it. That's all you need to know. Calling an NFL game, Mm -hmm. unreal. And the first quarter went fast because there were no timeouts because the Vikings and the and the Colts were still going on. So you can't you can't use timeouts until the whole national television audience is with you. Wait, but really? Yeah, I. I never knew any that. game that starts in the late window on a Sunday when there's an early game window still going on in overtime. Every single one of those games doesn't burn a timeout until the other game is over. So you're talking a TV a commercial, okay. any commercial, commercial. Oh yeah, yeah, it's not like you know, it's not like it's not like running time where we needed Del Tufo to figure out extra time, <laughs> or stoppage no, time. No, stoppage. no, no, no. Like it just as soon as you know. Um, for instance, uh, Browns go three and out, punt right away. 
Ravens come on. They go the entire length of the field, and they're stopped on a turnover on downs. As soon as that happens, normally timeout, commercial break, we come back. No, Browns took a snap right up. They came right out, and they went. Never knew that. The first quarter went in 21 minutes. We're like, what the hell? We flew all the way to Cleveland, and we we, we were doing the game for the Cleveland and Baltimore audiences. Yeah, because we couldn't see. But I'll tell you what, man. I mean, Watson looked really good in the second half of that game. He made one throw from the right side of the field all the way across to uh, Amari Cooper, hit him in stride just before he went out of bounds. I mean, if that's the Watson that's going to show up, then the Browns are going to be a different different squad. Next season. Not next. They're 6-8. and That's true. They're 6-8. and Now, it would be better to – you're in a better spot in the NFC – Six and eight in the AFC, you're still two games out, but there's still there's still a shot. No, 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 they got no chance. Nine and eight may make it in the seventh seed in the in the AFC. You can't say otherwise. You oh, cannot say otherwise. Oh, no, come on. You cannot say otherwise. Nine and eight may make it. I think this is the squad we get. It may be. It may be the squad we get with the Jaguars instead of the Titans. But you can't sit here and say the Browns, you can't just sit here and say next year, just yet. Not yet. They take on New Orleans next week, they're seven and eight. They would need a lot of help. They would need a lot of help, but we've seen crazy things. That's true. Like an elf that you think is larger until you see it. The elf is smaller than it is. <laughs> that, that's television. crazy. Yeah, it's, yeah. Did they did they shrink the elf? No, I don't think so. It's not you like sure a shrinking tank. I don't think so. From the original? It was cold, though. Uh, shrinking. Yeah, it was cold. Yeah, there was no so, pool. We, there was oh, no okay, pool in Cleveland. Definitely no pool. We'll tell you who's on Tuesday's show on Roku in a moment. <laughs> 